Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Thursday, May 4th. U.S. equity futures are not doing much, so S&P and Dow futures are unchanged. NASDAQ futures are outperforming. They're up about 28 points, which is 20 basis points. In Europe, you have the major industries trading off about 50 basis points. The only subgroup that's really seeing outright gains in Europe is energy. Uh, you had a couple of decent energy reports this morning out of Europe, including Shell. Um, the financials are outperforming on a relative basis, so banks are essentially flat. And then everything else is um, in the red to one degree or the other in Europe. And then Asia actually traded decently overnight. Japan was closed, but you had the Hang Seng rally about 1.3%. The Shanghai Comp rallied about 80 basis points. So a lot of moving pieces. Um, you know, there's way too much news this morning to go over on this podcast. So definitely take a look at the full piece. But you know, some of the highlights for today. Um, you know, I think in general the Bears have had control of the narrative on most mornings this week, and I think that remains the case again today. So ongoing regional bank turmoil, ongoing regional bank concerns. Um, you know, PacWest had an update out at around 12:30 a.m. this morning. Um, you know, my views on the banks are that the situation right now is a lot different than what occurred with Silicon Valley and First Republic, whereby those institutions were unique in their deposit structure um, and they faced an acute deposit run, which obviously we saw the consequences of that. Um, I don't really think that's the case right now with the current regional. So to the extent people are worried about, um, you know, a swift deposit outflow and then a collapse in FDIC seizure, I, I don't really anticipate that occurring. I do think that these companies faced huge existential questions around their earnings power going forward, given what's happening with funding costs, given the outlook for provisions and commercial real estate exposure, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, but to the extent there's there's this fear of another deposit run, um, you know, I, I just don't anticipate that occurring. And if you look at the PacWest update out this morning, you know, they again go through the deposit figures in terms of the amount of deposits that are insured. The number is much higher than it was before. The liquidity that they have on hand to um, to cover the uninsured part of their deposits is very healthy. Um, you know, they said that they were uh, they received inquiries about strategic strategic options, which they're going to explore. Um, but again, regional bank stocks are getting hit very hard this morning once again. Um, you know, continuing what we see now for the last few days. So that's certainly an overhang on the market. Um, you know, I'd say earnings. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and then Wednesday night were definitely not great um, in the U.S. So I would say last night, Qualcomm is probably the big standout, horrible guidance for the June quarter. Talked about how they aren't seeing any indication at all of a rebound in China. That echoes kind of what Estee Lauder said to a certain extent. Um, yesterday morning, Estee Lauder probably had the worst report of any company so far um, in the Q1 reporting season, at least among the medium and large caps. Um, you know, very negative just on kind of the state of of the economy in and around China, which obviously runs counter to what a lot of other companies have said and, and what economic data has um, been pointing to as well. So on the Chinese economic front, we got the Cation Manufacturing PMI fell below expectations, um, consistent with what you saw at the MBS PMI uh, a couple of days ago. So there's definitely a two-track bifurcated e- economic track in China. The consumer is holding up well, um, you know, despite what S.A. Lauder might say. Um, you know, a lot of other companies with exposure to the Chinese consumer have talked about a a relatively healthy rebound um, in February, March, and then into April. The travel numbers that came out overnight for the recent May Day holiday were, were bullish. 
um, you know, for the first time, you have travel now above 2019 pre-pandemic levels, um, albeit just barely, but you definitely are seeing the consumer kind of, um, you know, re- return to a, a relatively normal state of spending and activity, uh, but the manufacturing part of the economy is still struggling. Um, those are kind of the main highlights. Like I said, there were a lot more earnings out last night, a lot of earnings out of Europe this morning. Um, you know, I think as we as we go forward looking in today's session, you're going to get the weekly claims. So it'll give you kind of an update on the state of the jobs market. Remember, claims have been rising. Jolts numbers have been falling. The government employment indications have definitely pointed to a cooling. Obviously, the ADP number yesterday um, suggested otherwise. So we'll get the claims today and then we'll get the actual official government jobs number tomorrow at 8.30. The ECB is expected to hike 25 basis points. Um, and unlike the Fed, they're going to warn of at least another 25 basis points to come, if not more. So the ECB is not done yet. Um, the BOE is not done yet. They come next week. But in general, you are seeing monetary policy globally in aggregate is at a crucial inflection point, the Fed being the most important one yesterday. So there's, I think people are reading way too much into Powell's press conference. You know, I think it's a lot simpler and boring than um, some are making it out to be. You know, they just hiked 500 basis points in a little over a year. You're seeing economic data move in the right direction, not as rapidly as hoped, but you are seeing a cooling inflation. You have seen a cooling in labor. Um, and definitely what's occurring in, in regional banks is going to act as um, you know a form of Fed tightening. So I think they're fully justified in, in going on hold right now. I think the bar for further hikes is a lot higher than before. Um, you know, Powell essentially said that current state of policy is now, quote unquote, sufficiently restrictive. That's kind of been his benchmark. Um, he talked about that more deeper into the Q&A yesterday. Um, and then that's, you know, again, that's, I think that's, that removes a key overhang for stocks, but we are kind of now data dependent. So we'll have to watch how data tracks coming in, including the jobs report tomorrow and then um, the CPI next week. Uh, and those are kind of the main highlights for today on the calendar. So, like I said, the ECB at 8.15, jobless claims at 8.30, and then another busy day of earnings. Um, before the open, you have names like Cardinal Health, Conical Phillips, Hyatt, Kellogg, Paramount, uh, Royal Caribbean. After the close, Apple will be the big highlight. I think there's a little bit, there's incremental anxiety around Apple, just given kind of the, uh, the Qualcomm commentary from last night. So Apple, uh, as well as AIG, Booking, DoorDash, Expedia, Live Nation, Microchip, Shopify, um, and Square are all after the close. And that is everything for today, Thursday, May 4th. Thank you for listening.